Hello and welcome to Bellhaven Podcast. I'm your host, Brent Weber. On today's episode, you'll be listening to PSY 342, Psychology of the Exceptional Child. I hope you listen and enjoy. Hi guys, this is Steel Psych 342. We're on week three now and we're going to look at learning disabilities and we're also going to look a little bit at attention deficit disorder this week. Um, so you can see today that um, our two things now, we'll use the terms LD a lot for learning disabilities. I'm sure y'all have heard of ADHD. Uh, for Attention Deficit Hyperactivity Disorder. Both of these are high incident um, disabilities and you'll see a lot of children, um, even adults, who have um, some level of LD and some form of ADHD. Um, so we're going to cover today what are the definition um, of learning disabilities and ADHD and um, how we do our identification process to be sure that someone actually does have this as a disability. Um, we'll look a little at causes and then different characteristics of LD and ADHD. Our overall objectives today are to make sure that we understand what the federal definition of LD is um, as when we're talking about school um, related issues where we're struggling to learn in a classroom and looking at the different areas. There are seven areas um, where you might have some form of LD um, and again the characteristics of those who do have LD and we're gonna look at ADHD there's actually three different types of ADHD now y'all may have heard the term ADD in the past which was attention deficit disorder which meant without hyperactivity and that is not a term we use anymore so we'll go over the current term for that and then look at the different characteristics of someone who actually does have ADHD now, there are children who have ADHD-like behavior. They're not quite um, to the level to, to get a classification, but they do show some symptoms of that. And you'll also see the same thing with LD. There's some kids who have sort of a milder level of that. So our verses for this week will be Jeremiah 29, 11 and Romans 8:28. Um, both just really great verses for this week. So we're going to start looking at LD first. Um, so here's a definition for um, LD and the different criteria will include, first of all, that we see a child who is not achieving, and this is academic achievement, um, at the expected age and ability level. So we're never going to see a child diagnosed with LD if they are under six um, because, well, maybe five because of kindergarten, but usually it's going to be six because that's into kindergarten. They're not working on academic skills really until they hit kindergarten level. So this is not going to be anything that we would be concerned about. In every other way, this child is a typical child. Um, so we're seeing this big discrepancy. Most uh, schools are going to use this discrepancy approach. We're going to look at achievement that a child is making in the classroom. So they are working on their reading and writing and math assignments, and they're not doing what they seem to be capable of doing. Now, the way we look at potential is we're gonna give an intelligence test. We talked about that last time. And we're gonna get their IQ score. And the score is gonna give us a kind of an understanding of where they could be. And we assume that they're, they're gonna test out at least average. 
Um, a lot of these kids actually test out in the gifted range, um, but they're going to be at least in the average range. They're never below that, and yet they're not doing well in school, and obviously they should be. So that's where the discrepancy comes in. All right, there are seven areas that we're going to look at, and you can have a diagnosis for LD in just one of these areas, and there are children who have them in all seven. All right, so we start out with oral expression, and this is how well they are able to speak and communicate. Um, we are going to have a chapter on oral expression and it'll be our expressive language, and when we do communication disorders, we'll talk more about that. Um, listening comprehension is how well a child understands what you are saying to them and can they process that and follow what you're asking them to do and um, we're also going to look at that more when we look at the communication um, section and it'll be the um, receptive language part. Um, written expression is something that a lot of folks don't realize you can have a diagnosis for LD4. So here we're really talking about how well a child writes. In particular, we're going to see children who have severe spelling disorders where they tend to spell everything phonetically. So if they're writing the word cat, it would be K-A-T. Um, the word enough, maybe E-N-U-F and they continue to have issues with that even though we may have tried to teach them the spelling. Um, you also can um, see very, very messy handwriting that is a mixture of uppercase and lowercase letters. The spacing is off. Sometimes they write a letter really big and another letter really small. Um, they don't understand when to capitalize. They don't understand punctuation. So those are the kinds of things that would go into the written expression. Basic reading skills, um, there's actually going to be two in reading, two in math. Basic reading skills is the decoding. Can you really understand what the phonics are and decode a word that you don't know and kind of sound that word out? And that's very difficult for some children and they may just see the letter B and they guess any word that starts with a B. So the word might be boat and they'll say banana because that's the word they know with a B. Reading comprehension is different. Um, here we're talking about can you understand what you just read? And th this is really hard sometimes. Some kids read out loud beautifully. And when you ask them what they just read, they don't have any idea. The words didn't make sense to them when they were reading it. And you, you really would think they would get it, and they just don't. They have really struggles with understanding. Um, sometimes they'll have both the basic reading skills and the comprehension deficit. Sometimes it's just one or the other. There's two in math as well, and one is called math calculation. And this is just crunching the numbers, just like a calculator would. Um, do they know those math facts that 2 plus 3 is 5? Do they know that 2 times 3 is 6? And there are children who just really can't catch this. They don't understand how math works, and they don't really get that concept of addition, subtraction, and so forth. Other parts of math issues are math reasoning, and here this is kind of those things you remember probably from school when you had word problems, and you had to figure out how to set up the equation for your math problem. Um, children who have issues with this, you know, if somebody 
if they don't have math calculation issues, um, somebody gives them a, a formula they can work up. If they have to set it into the formula, they have no idea what to do. And again, if they have both, they're just really, really going to struggle when it comes to math. Okay, another part of the definition is that the student won't respond to the RTI strategies that we talked about before. And remember, this is just a, a group of um, teachers get together and come up with interventions that might help uh, a child. And we're making sure here, sometimes um, if you miss a day or two in math, you're just going to get behind. Um, and you don't understand maybe how to carry when you're doing addition. And they may have missed that day and they, they just have problems with their um, addition. And what we're trying to do is just make sure they understand all of the rules. And if these things don't work, then we probably are dealing with a learning disability. All right, so again, the RTI isn't necessary, um, but it's usually used. States do have that choice. They can use the RTI, which most of them are going to try at least first. And then the other option is to use that discrepancy model to show that we've done the IQ testing and we have an academic, usually if they're struggling in academia and we're ready to do the assessment, we'll give a standardized test in reading or writing or math. Um, there's some for language. And we're looking to show that they are not on the level they should be based on their IQ score. So that would be the discrepancy model. Um, RTI, remember, is the process of increasing the instruction that you get in the regular classroom, and we're adding in um, what might amount to really some tutoring um, in that classroom. And again, if they don't meet success here, we know there's probably a learning disability, and they're going to go then be referred for the assessment, and we'll do a longer battery of tests. I, this is sort of showing you that three-tier model. We actually have talked about this already. Um, the first tier, remember, is just in the general ed. Uh, we kind of keep up with all kids to sort of see who might be at risk. And there's really just prevention of problems. Um, when we move to tier two, you remember we talked about small groups that would be tutored in reading and math. And usually these run somewhere between 15 and 20 weeks. Um, so that's kind of almost a whole semester's worth of work for the most part. Um, if they don't do well there, we'll move over to the tertiary, which is a one-on-one -on -one, um, program that we've set up to see how the kids are doing and making sure that we're really focusing in on their um, weaknesses and building on their strengths. And if that doesn't work, then we go to that multidisciplinary team evaluation, and that has to be done. Um, before we would ever do placement, because remember, we have to have the ruling that, where we identify what the disability actually is. Right, so as we look at different components of what an LD would look like for the definition, as I mentioned, um, IQ functioning, intellectual functioning, is at least normal. And usually it's just fairly in that normal range. Again, some will be higher than that, but not lower. Um, we have the gap or the discrepancy between what we assume is their potential based on those test performances, those standardized IQ tests, and what they're actually doing in their classroom setting. Um, 
And they're showing in one of those seven academic areas that they are struggling. Now, note it could be more. It could be all seven, and they may really have trouble in school if it's all seven, if it's just maybe the two in reading or the two in math. Um, you know, possibly um, it won't be that bad. And some kids, you know, really are specific with it's just math or it's just reading and writing, something like that. We assume that there is something going on in the central nervous system that's not functioning as it should be. Now, the central nervous system is your brain and your spinal column. Usually the spinal column is fine here, so something in the brain is really what we're saying. And um, it's just not firing on all cylinders really would be a good way to put it. Um, we assume this is really an important, important concept right here. This inference is that your LD is not caused by any other disability. So we don't have something like a behavioral problem that causes the LD. And this is a tough one. Behavior problems oftentimes do um, end up with a child who can't learn. Um, and sometimes the LD causes behavior problems because the child starts to act out because they're struggling in the classroom. So it can't be something like that. Can't be extrinsic factors. And that's something you really have to check into. So if this child is coming from a home that really doesn't stress learning, there's no books there, there's really um, nothing to, to in, really enhance a child's learning ability, um, maybe there's you know poverty there, we can't say that a child has an LD if they are from an impoverished environment. And I mean impoverished in the term of, of you know not pushing learning. Um, we have to then compare them to children from um, to other children in that same kind of situation. And if they are much, much worse, then we would go, okay, this is a true LD. LD is internal. Remember, the central nervous system is what has to cause this, not the environment in which they live.